Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Jenna Morton. And in the studio with us today, we have three guests. You may only see and hear from one of them, but you never know. So we have Crystal LeBlanc here with us from Beauséjour Courage Center. Hello. Hi, thank you it for is, having me. It is so nice to have you in the studio. We've I know. We've come to you before at I know. the center, but now you've joined us in the studio and you did bring two, two co-workers I with did. You. I have our, we have two, we have three Justice Facility dogs. One's currently in court today, but I have two with me. So I have Justice Facility dog Jazz and Justice Facility dog Iker. Yes, so if you happen to hear some bumping noises or <laughs> see some movement. See me sidetracked. Yes, yes. If yeah. you see Tosh completely not paying attention Don't. to what Squirrel we're Squirrel moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's, dogs. Yes, they are wonderful dogs. For those people who you know haven't heard you on the show before or don't know about the center and about Justice Dogs, tell us a little bit about who you are and who they are. Yeah, the center's been around since 1997. It's obviously seen a lot of growth, which is sad. Like really, we should work ourselves out of working. Like I should be looking for work right now, but um, we just kind of grown a lot. Um, in 2019, we built the first trauma center of excellence in New Brunswick. Um, and really what we offer is a trauma-informed service from A to Z for victims of crime, people with mental health issues. Um, and we also see perpetrators as well. So everything from housing to counseling services, um, our justice facility dogs are the only accredited uh, facility dogs in New Brunswick, along with a facility dog in St. John working at a child advocacy. Um, and their job is really to support victims of crime as they navigate the entire justice process, whether that's being with them when they go to police for the first time, being with them during maybe a forensic medical exam, and going in the witness box directly when they testify in court. So we're, uh, I don't know how we worked without them. They seem just so critical now to everything we do and everything that we are, really. Absolutely. I think the last time we came out and visited the uh, your actual location in Shediac, we were discussing um, the building of the daycare center. Mm. Um, Little Courageous is the name of it, correct? Yep. And um, we're how many years out from that now? Two, three? I think we're probably about two years left before we should open. Okay. Um, so again, like last year, this year's Run for Women, those proceeds will go towards helping us renovate. Um, it's, it's two things. We need to make sure that the Early Childhood Learning Center meets all the requirements that to fit the permit, but also that it's spe specifically in order to address children who have experienced trauma. So that can be anything from sadly being exposed to domestic violence, uh, maybe being a victim themselves in the home. It could also be that they went through a loss. Maybe they lost their mother to cancer or they lost their cat. Mm -hmm. um, trauma is, is whatever the client feels that it is. So children will have you know, that specialized type of, of early childhood learning center that not only meets their needs to get them ready for school, but also does it in a trauma-informed way in terms of everything from the colors we use to the activities that we do and, and having you know, the facility dogs available um, for those children as well. It's gonna make a huge difference. Can you talk just a little bit more about that idea of, of trauma-informed? And you mentioned things like the colors you use. What what does it mean to be in a, a trauma-informed environment for a kid? Yeah, and I well, I think I think what's most important is we have to remember that children who've had a negative adverse event can be triggered by a lot of different things. So, for example, you'll never see a ticking clock on a wall in our building anywhere. Um, for some victims of sex assault, um, even from a very young age, there was a clock in the room. Um, and sadly, our brains remember sensory things when we become victims of crime. 
Um, we wish it didn't work that way, but it does. And so our fight or flight response gets really oversensitive to certain things. So anything from a particular smell to a particular maybe color to a ticking clock can really trigger the brain to put it into that fight or flight mode of, I'm not okay here. I heard this sound when this really bad thing happened to me. I now think that this bad thing's happening to me again. So we're trying to create an environment where that it's client-centered, that really meets people where they're at, and brings in you know natural colors as much as possible. So you wanna see a lot of plants, you wanna see a lot of calming things, um, having yoga mats available for people so that, especially people from different cultures who might need to take breaks throughout their day to go and do prayer, um, and having as much wood as possible. So in our building, all of our doors are, are wooden. Um, all of our handrails when they're stairs are wooden. Um, wood is very, very grounding. So everything from the lighting that you use, so not relying on commercial LED lights, using you know lamps, um, to using the dogs for, for weight, um, to, to ground them in the moment to say, you're gonna have to talk about things that were really scary, and they're gonna remind you of that really scary time, but we're telling you by the physical space and by who we are and how we do things that you are safe to remember. Because sadly, we need you to remember to be able to either go to court um, as part of your healing process and to move forward because we need to teach you that we're not always going to be there. So how do we help children self-regulate? How do they work through these things when they're triggered in life in a classroom or you know, if someone bangs a the door, they can't freak out. But door banging is, is a trigger. So you want to make sure that all of your cabinets in your commercial space are quiet closed. Like it's just those things that don't think they would make a huge difference, but they really add up. Calming music, um, anything that can kind of ground people to go, okay, no, I'm, I'm, I'm okay in this space. This is, this is where I need to remember some of these things. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then something I think that's really important to point out, at the time that we first discussed this, this was going to be the first trauma-informed daycare this side of Montreal, correct? Yep, yep. still is. Still is. Uh, yeah, and I think what I, I mean, of course, I always want to do stuff yesterday. I'm always <laughs> impatient with myself and with things. Um, but what I do enjoy about that is, you know, there is the little Phoenix out west. Um, and so the longer that they're in operation, that's great for us because we can learn more, mm -hmm. right? We can learn things, what worked, what didn't work. Um, they partner with the university out there to do evidence-based, you know, research. Mm -hmm. And so we can actually have a look at, okay, what does that look like? And, you know, what university are we partnering with here to do some of that research of our own? And what might work out west might not speak to Eastern Canada mm -hmm. and to the Maritimes. So what are some things that we might have to do a bit differently? So for us, the more time that goes on for the other facility just gives us more research and more data on what's working and what's not working. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. You want to partner with people that are doing it right and for the right reason and bring those gems to your community when you can. Absolutely. Yeah. Talk a little bit more about what it will take to open the doors fully and to have this the way you envision it. Yeah, I think um, we do need to make a decision on language because a lot of early childhood learning centers need to be French or English. and. And I think that's always a big challenge for us because, you know, we live in a community where people speak fluent English and French together, same sentence. Mm -hmm. um, so we have to look at where the need is. We have to also listen to government in terms of what they're saying the need is in terms of space. So we do need to make those decisions. Um, we need to renovate certain aspects of the building to create that trauma-informed feel. We need to modify some, some lighting to bring in some natural daylight. 
Um, we need to do some, some renos in order to get enough children in that space. And then we need to have the training component and purchasing of all the supplies to create it as a trauma-informed daycare. So it's kind of that two-step approach. Um, and so we're really hoping that with this year's Run for Women, we will then have the seed money to actually break ground and start, start to make some of those changes. So we're excited. Excellent. And that's a good flow into the shirts mm -hmm. you ladies have on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they both yes. have, uh, have years past Run for Women shirts on. I'm wearing one of the sponsors' shirts this year. Um, oh, they've been sponsors for quite a few years yeah. now. Um, so let's talk about the upcoming Run for Women now. Um, Let's get down to the nitty-gritty, first and foremost, date and time and location. Yeah, so the Shoppers Drug Mart Run for Women is a national event that goes across Canada. Um, we're always one of the early events, so taking place uh, May 5th. We've moved to Centennial Park this year instead of on Millennium. When we did that last year, I really liked it. Mm -hmm. Like having it, you know, at the bottom where the pond is and having that as kind of the place where we all unite together. Um, I'm really excited about that. Um, we do have a morning run time. It's not too, too early. And people come from different places to do the event. You know, people come from Fredericton, so it's not so early that you can't drive down to Moncton to participate. Um, people can register individually. We really hope that people register as a team. That can be a business team, that can be a class, that can be, you know, a spin class that decides to get together to do this. That can be family that gets together. Um, it can be an event for, for serious runners if they want it to be, but it's really meant to be a family event. It's a walk, run, roll. Um, it's all for the cause, so we don't really care how you get your, your steps in, right? As long as you get those done. So, yeah. <laughs> so we, don't, we don't care. So a lot of people, because it's called Run for Women, shy, you know, sometimes they shy away because they think, well, I'm not a runner, so I can't do this. Right. And there's people with strollers, and we'll have the dogs you know, walking. People are allowed to bring their pets as well. A lot of events, you can't do that. So it's really a, everybody come as you are. And again, because it's called Run for Women, men still think they can't come. We've seen way more men come than the first couple of years. I think my first year we had two guys and they wore tutus. Yeah. <laughs> um, just to say, I can be here, right? And yeah. we're like, no, no, men need to be a part of this solution Absolutely. to domestic violence mm -hmm. and, to, and to saying that they're allies in this. And it is, you know, you folks have been there in previous years. It is one of the, and I used to be a runner, so I've been at a lot of events, you know. I've done events, you know, in the States and things where there's a lot of bells and whistles, but there's something special about Run for women where it just brings people together to talk about mental health and people don't know but afterwards we get calls hey I was at your event I'm ready to come and talk now I know I, I went there because my co-worker registered us as a team but I was listening to the survivor speak and it's me and I'm ready to get help now or I'm ready to go to police or I'm ready so there's that power and and we need folks you know to show up and register so that people see that everybody supports them yeah right and I like the the um, the aspect that yes, we're raising money for the daycare, but you're also opening the eyes of so many people, and it may even just be people that are realizing, okay, like I think you know my sister or my mom is kind of in this situation where you wouldn't think about. Um, going to a run and learning things like that, right? You go to a run to get your personal best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it, and it has that nice blend of still being honest about why we're there, but still having a really uplifting and joyful day. It mm -hmm. is a positive, joyful experience. It's not, you know, the survivor does speak. And, I, and you know what? I don't think we should be apologizing for the fact that we need to talk about this stuff. Right. Like, New Brunswick shouldn't be proud by the fact that we had the highest increase of domestic violence since 2022, a 39% increase. Now, pandemic had a lot to do with that, you know? And in Canada, we have the highest rate of people being murdered by their partners in the rest of the country, right? 
So it's, not, it's, it's something that we need to talk about because people still make assumptions about domestic violence and family violence or, oh, that wouldn't happen to me or my friend, I'm not in poverty. That's not going to impact me because I don't put myself in those situations. I know how, what to look for in a partner. It's anybody. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's your friend, it's your accountant. Like, you know, like our shelter is peppered with people from different backgrounds and cultures. People think, oh, it's only people in poverty. You know, mm -hmm. like sometimes it's, it's, it's almost how they treat homelessness because women who are in a domestic violence situation are homeless. They have to leave. Right. So sometimes they're the hidden homeless that people don't talk about when we talk about homelessness in Moncton. It's all oh, that's they think stereotypical. Mm -hmm. It's a male. It's in their 40s. They have an addiction issue they have. But we don't realize like we're one bad life circumstance away from being in that situation ourselves. So I think it's a way to kind of talk about that reality and raise important funds for charities like us that that are struggling you know to keep the doors open and and to just meet the demand mm -hmm. it's busy yeah. yeah too busy too busy yeah yes like yeah. you said earlier you should be working yourself out of a job not you know absolutely <laughs> yeah. so we're, we're at 700 people registered um and uh we need to get to over a thousand okay. so we need to hit that objective you know, we need to raise more than 100,000. People can register at runforwomen.ca. Um, don't wait, prices <laughs> go up, so register. Um, you get your t-shirt, like that was one mm -hmm. year. I think this so was this last was a year. Years ago now, yeah, I think. yeah, we really like them. They're kind of the more simple yeah. with the with the heart mm -hmm. design. They're super comfortable. Uh, it's yeah, a beautiful sea shirts. of blue, uh, you know, watching those people on the pond and all coming together for, for an important cause. And imagine the message that you're sending to survivors that you're taking the time you know, and it's usually a beautiful day. We always order sunshine. <laughs> we've never, we've never had bad weather. No. Now I'm going to jinx us all. But yeah. <laughs> you're going to look at me just a sopping wet mess and say, "This is you." Yeah. <laughs> Talked about this on the show, yeah. and now it's you know, it's true. Yeah, I will. it's always I'm like huddled day. at the back of a stage with a microphone, <laughs> trying not to get electrocuted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be nice. It's yeah. going to be nice. We promise. Well, like you say it is a very welcoming environment, and it's yeah. very much like if you are someone who is not a runner who does not think they want to sign up for. A 5k that's not your vibe this is an event that is still for you because that is me I am NOT a runner I will not run I yeah. will walk which yeah. is what I've done every time I've done it but I'm not like I am NOT the type of person who would normally sign up for an event like right. that because yeah. I don't run because I don't think of myself in that sense but I am part of this community I am yeah. supportive of what's happening I want you know my kids to have an understanding of why events like this exist and what resources are out there and that type of thing so if you're if you're listening you're watching you're like oh yeah that that sounds like a really good event but i'm not a i'm not a runner i'm not a walker you don't have to be no yeah sign up come out support and i believe there's even like a there's a 5k route yeah but there's also like there's a 5K, a 10K. There's yeah. also a 1K for yes, <laughs> for those serious people. You can people. do more. Yeah. But, but I mean, even even people that do 10Kers, right? They they walk it yeah. as a team yeah. or the you know, I'd say probably 60, 70 percent of people that are there are walking it. it Absolutely, is, it is a family oh, yeah. walk yeah. run. It's not a it's not a Boston qualifier or anything <laughs> like that. Um, but I think for for a lot of people, it creates opportunities to talk to their kids mm -hmm. about certain things, to mm -hmm. talk about mental health. You know, how is school going and like they mentioned today, it's okay to talk about things. Like, so it's a way to kind of create conversations that you wouldn't maybe organically have either with your mm -hmm. family. And don't forget about swag bag. 
We didn't oh, talk. We didn't oh. talk swag. Yes. Wow, that didn't swag. even like what talk. Get it together. <laughs> we didn't talk swag. <laughs> Let's talk swag. Is every year it is like the small size shopping bag from mm -hmm. Shoppers Drug Mart, and things are literally falling out of it. That's how full <laughs> these bags are. They're incredible. Yeah, Shoppers Drug Mart is amazing at getting sponsors who just care about women's mental health, and and you know they recognize that women are two times as likely to have anxiety, you know, and and it is very much a predominantly female problematic. So so they, you know, go to companies to say, can you support the cause and, and do you mind, you know, showcasing some of the items and, and, and it's a message to the, those companies also support mental health. So it's usually over $100 in product, you know, there's always uh, some Burt's Bees lip balm, there's always shampoo, there's always stuff too that isn't travel size, uh, which is lovely, <laughs> yeah, full size true. bottles of things. Mm -hmm. So it's well over $100. So we hope that people who are listening today view it as a win-win, mm -hmm. you know, that $10 from your registration goes to the charity. Everything you fundraise, 100% goes to the charity. And the website does the work for you. You register and you can share it on Facebook. You can put it on your Instagram. You can tell people about it. And they go directly on your page. And, you know, we, we, we love healthy competition. So getting <laughs> businesses to kind of compete against each other. And then you get the swag bag, and and you know we, we hope you see it as a as a win win, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another cool thing that you get is instead of the medal, um, you get what is called a finisher's bracelet. Um, so you can wear it every day, as opposed to a medal that you could wear every day, but <laughs> <laughs> people might start to question you if you show up every day with it on. So the finisher's bracelet, uh, always gorgeous. And um, yeah, it's a really cool keepsake to take away from the event as well, because you can look down on your wrist and be like, well, I really helped out with something amazing. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of men too that participate and they get the bracelet. What's nice is, you know, it's, it's close to Mother's Day, so it tends to be something that they can give to someone that they care about. And they can say, I went to this event with my business this weekend, I went with the family, I thought of you. This is something that I got for, for participating and I'd like to gift it to you so you can wear it proudly and think of me when you wear it, that I did it for women's you know, mental health. So mm -hmm. they often like to gift it to women in their lives. So it's not a loss for, for the guys participating either, right? That's nice. Quite often I don't need a lot of the products that come in the bag and I keep them in the, I keep them in the bag mm -hmm. until we get closer to Christmas and the, the call goes out for, you know, Princess in the Purse yep. and various organizations like that and a lot of, you know, yeah, the products that I wouldn't normally use some of them I keep especially there's it, <laughs> there's usually like some running specific things for like if you're sore after you do 5k <laughs> those I keep and use <laughs> everyone's house smells yeah. like you know the a5 yeah the blister tape those kind yeah. of things you're those also married used. to yeah. a triathlete so they're useful oh, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no because these ones are mine he's so, got his oh. own special collection right right don't touch <laughs> yeah. my swag yeah. bag no I'm like I now I have my own little one for the you know, once or twice a year I do something and and uh, yeah whatever whatever isn't going to be used in our house yeah. we make sure to to donate it back so Absolutely. it does keep that sense of like yeah it's just all part of the supporting the community right? mm -hmm. yeah yeah I agree um, so let's do um, where to sign up and you probably don't know off the top of your head but when is the next price increase because they're we're getting closer to the date so there must be another increase coming soon yeah so as as you get closer so leading up to the day of the event it will be more expensive so why wait yep, you know today. The, the, <laughs> yeah. do it you know a lot of people are oh, I'm gonna wait mm -hmm. more money goes to charity no we get the same right, right? the sooner the better mm -hmm. and at the event we will have a push too for an early bird sign up so that it's it's even more economical for people um, and we had like over 200 people register at the event last year, which is a huge message about how much fun it is. Like they're there and they're like, oh, I'm registering now. This was so much fun, right? 
um, and it makes it easier for us to try and get the numbers that we need. We understand there's so many events and there's so many causes and people are being pulled like octopus, right? Like mm -hmm. it's, it's really hard. Um, and so we try and make it really easy. So for registration, you go to runforwomen.ca, you click on Moncton for your city, um, and that's fine if you wanna do it elsewhere, virtual, you can still register. Um, people, like I said, can travel down for it, so you still click on the Moncton site. Um, you create a username and password, get yourself registered, they'll ask you your t-shirt size, um, and then you can create a team, the team names are really funny. It's very true. You know, yeah. there's yeah. the, so, the yeah. sore legs. Uh, one year there was uh, my favorite, we got the runs. I thought that was hilarious. Um, and so you can create a team, you can challenge other people. Um, we did receive a call not long ago from an anonymous donor. So for the month of April, he's going to match all donations up to 25000 What? And so dollar for dollar. And so we've got April push right up into the run. And uh, we're hoping that that match comes through to that 25000 So yeah. it's now more important than ever to do, get that fundraising done too. Mm -hmm. And it's easy, right? You know, if you have a goal of raising $100, you know, you bug five people for 20 bucks, you're done. Yeah. Like, we're not asking you to bug the world. Yeah. Um, and people do different things. They do bake sales. There's a, a high school in Shadiac, Ejiao. They're doing a spaghetti uh, supper with all the funds going to the Run for Women. So people do 50-50s. You also don't just have to bug people on your social media. You can also do, like, third-party events and kind of get your all your funds together. So people like to do that as well. Mm. Excellent. If you're looking for a team to sign up on, I know somebody who's yes, got a team there's going. There's a team here. that is looking for new members. <laughs> <laughs> What's your team name? Uh, I haven't updated this year, so I haven't okay. decided if I'm going to change it or not. Okay. Um, uh, I believe the last name I used was the Pickle Planet Pe Peddlers? No, it wasn't Peddlers, because that sounds like biking. Yeah. There was another okay. word. I can't something think of words right now. It something had something to do with like feet, though. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. No. But it would have yep. been good, I'm sure. It's totally out of my brain right now. But it's going to be in the show notes, it the link be. to the team, so you can sign up. So if you're looking for a team uh, to join because you want that sense of community, but you don't feel like you have a team, you do. You have a team. Yeah. You definitely do. <laughs> um, we've got a few members on the team already, and i uh, going to try to... Add a couple more. Some, yeah, drum yeah. up some more support and some more fundraising. So <laughs> if you can't come out and join the walk in person, you can always donate through the team link. That's mm -hmm. there as well. And uh, yeah, we hope everyone will, will come out. And if people want to know more about the center itself and the programming that you have, how can they find you guys? Yeah, we are on Facebook. And you can also go to our website, which is healingstartshere.ca. Talks about the new building, talks about all the, the services that are offered, talks about how to reach us, um, and we're always there. We're there for, for whatever people need. Excellent. Thank you for coming today. Thank you for having us. <laughs> and thank you for listening and watching. We'll be back next week.